and welcome to this week's episode of Brain Fart. I'm Maddie, and I'm your host for this podcast, and thank you for joining me. If you're new, welcome. Welcome to the farting family. (laughs) That's the first time I've ever used that. I don't know if I'll ever use it again. Who knows? I I don't know what people who listen to this podcast call themselves, if they call themselves anything other than their own given name. So there you have it. Hello, welcome. If you're coming back, hi, welcome back. You already know my antics, so I'm sure you're not surprised. <laughs> let's let's jump right into it. Oh, really exciting. I have finally created a website for Brain Fart, so you can check that out if you're interested. It's nothing super fancy. It just it's just super fancy. Kidding. It's not. I just have kind of an about me section. You can listen to the podcast there. You can listen to it directly from the site. I also have links to other places you can listen to it. And I am finally, finally getting transcripts up on the website. So if you want to read them, there's a little blog on the website that you can go to and read them. Or if you know people who prefer reading things or that can't listen, send them that way. Uh, And yeah, you can you can find it there. I only have the introduction and the first episode up. I'm going to at least try to get one out a week, hopefully maybe two. It just kind of depends. Times are a crazy here in good old London, which is where I'm located. So I will see how many I can get out. Obviously, there's a really long backlog that I need to catch up on, but thank you guys for being patient um, and for dealing with that, that, for dealing with that, bad, bad on my part, but you know, it, you know, I'm, I'm here and I have it and we're working it out and I'm figuring it out and that's all you can really do. Can't write in this life. You can really only try to be better and that is what I'm trying to do. So that's really exciting. It's just brainfartpodcast.com and yeah, you'll find you'll find my my good old mug right on the front page. So you should you should check it out. I hope you check it out. Uh, you can contact me through there as well, so you don't have to email or you don't have to go onto social media. But I will respond if you go on social media, Brainfart Podcast, on Instagram and Facebook. I've had people message me there, and I respond, and that is the way of communication. <laughs> so that is what. I wanted to say that's kind of, I guess, housekeeping. I know that's what a lot of podcasters call that section, housekeeping. But yeah, mine just so happened to be at the beginning of this episode. I do have to say, this is very strange, but I just took a shower. (laughs) Thank you very much. Um, And I was cleaning my ears, and now one of my ears feels a little muffled. So that is kind of strange hearing myself talk because I kind of have it slightly muffled in the left left ear. So we'll continue on with this recording, but I just wanted to let you know, it was very strange. Okay, now on to the actual topic of this week after a solid three-minute entrance. Um, I just kind of wanted to give a little background or talk about the subject because it's very much the world I'm living right now. I don't know how many of you know, I'm sure probably the majority of you listening, but if you are new, this will be news to you. I am studying to get my master's in classical acting in London currently, 
And obviously, COVID, (laughs) coronavirus, is still happening and we're still in the midst of a pandemic. And so a lot of live theater is shut down and closed off for the time being. There is obviously things like Zoom and online recordings and voiceover work and lots of different outlets. But as for live performing, that is still basically basically at a standstill. Um, I know people are still auditioning and people are performing in parks and people are performing with masks on. It's very, it's a very interesting life. And I just kind of wanted to give my side of the story, what I'm doing, what our school's doing, how we're doing it, how it feels. I don't know. I just thought that'd be a little interesting. Obviously, if theater is not interesting to you, then mm, rough. (laughs) But I think it's I think it's good to hear how it, this pandemic is affecting this specific group of people and artists. And I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you are consuming media and a lot of people watch TV and go see shows and listen to music and read books. And that is all art based. And so, oh, there's a lovely siren happening right outside. Good luck. Okay, back to the back to the art and things that we are consuming. Um, yeah, so I just kind of thought it would be fun to give my experience. Obviously, it's been very difficult. I ended up going home to Las Vegas when it first hit the pandemic. I have a couple episodes on that if you care to listen to. And I went back and I was home for about four months, which was crazy because it did not feel like that long at all, but it was. So I was I ended up coming back to London and we finished up our term online and then we entered our final term. I'm in my final term, about to get my master's in I think a little over a month. And we for our final our final last couple of months, we have it was basically just performance repertoire, like showing our pieces and things that we had been rehearsing. So we had a Jacobean piece, and these are all just types of theater, like eras in theater, if you're not aware. So Jacobean, Restoration, and then we're doing our final Shakespeare showing as well. And so it was very, it was very much figuring out how are we going to present these? How are we going to show them? For a long time, we thought about doing kind of a Zoom presentation with them, but then we ended up getting the opportunity to go back into the building for my school. And obviously they're taking things pretty cautiously, pretty seriously. They're only letting so many people in the building at once. You're only allowed to have a certain amount of people in rooms at a time. Everyone has to wear a mask if they're in the hallways or kind of not in their specific designated room. Everybody has a designated room. You walk into the building, you only have one entrance instead of two. You have to put on hand sanitizer and get your temperature taken from this like video temperature thing. And yeah, it's so it's a very extensive process, but it's all to make sure, obviously, that people are safe and that we can kind of continue what we are doing to some extent. And I do have to say, being back in the building and acting with other people has been so wonderful. I don't think I've realized how difficult being online was until I was with people again, because you kind of get used to this norm of, okay, I'm acting online, I'm doing this online. And obviously, there is the sense of, okay, this is not easy in any capacity, but you get used to it. And there's this comfort in it that you find, but being with people and seeing people's reactions in real time and kind of just having that 
proximity, even though it's not that close of a proximity, because that's another aspect of it is we can't get within a certain measurement, a certain length of to one another. So it's not like we're hugging and we're like breathing into each other's mouths and like sharing eye juice. Like, no. Okay. That was, that was a little gross even for me. Um, but none of that's happening. It's basically, we have to still social distance within the space, but it is different being in the space with people and hearing them and not having any sort of buffering happen or any of those shenanigans. So that's been super incredible. And it has been this, it's almost created like a new art form because it has been very stylized in the way that we stage things because we do have to be a certain a certain distance apart from each other. And so our rules at our school, I'm not sure how things are in the professional world. It's very hard with the professional theater because there are so many people involved in a project. It's not just the actors. It's not just the directors. There are so many technical elements and tech people working and people working at the front of house and people working to keep the theater running and people, it's just so many different such a large amount of people, so many different people, so many different kinds of people, and such a large amount of participants. And then the audience, the audience is a whole different aspect. And so that is a lot. But I guess in an educational setting, things are a little different. We don't really have an audience. And when we do, we have them all socially distanced. And really, it is only maybe five to 10 people in a huge theater. So we are able to kind of space people out that way. And then our director, because we were really only doing workshopped productions, which are kind of a bare bones production of it. There's not like crazy technical aspects. Yeah, it, it, nothing, nothing huge, not a full on production. Our Shakespeare show, our final show, what we're doing is going to be a full on production, but with, with the COVID restrictions um, in place. So we won't have a huge set and we won't have a big costume team and things like that, which is a bummer because that's such a beautiful art form in itself and really adds so much, but we will have to do kind of a bare bones thing. And hopefully with lighting and with sound and with just our bodies, we are able to create something that's really interesting. And that kind of goes back to what I was saying. I think when I first started this whole tangent was it does create its own art form and its own kind of stylized version of these shows. And so we are only allowed within, there's kind of, it's kind of a step, I don't know, a step, I don't know, how do I want to phrase this? Step by step? No, it's like a three-step thing. So if you're three meters apart from each other, you don't need any sort of protection protection or any sort of facial covering or anything. If you're within two meters, you need a face mask. And if you're within one meter, you need a face shield. And so they ended up providing face shields for everyone. I do have to say those aren't ideal. They're fine. They're not great, but they are what they are. You can see the whole face, but they'll sometimes like fog up and it's, <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's very, what a weird life we're living right now. Um, but I actually prefer the face masks. And that's with our Jacobean show, we ended up using them as kind of a prop. And so we would put them on if someone got too close or we would keep them on to keep secrecy or it kind of created this 
unknown, mysterious factor to it, which really helped with our production. Or when we were far enough away, we could kind of take it off and give people the information. So it kind of became like, I keep using the word stylized, but it truly was like its own sort of style and new kind of form of theater with using these masks on and off. And so that was really fun kind of to play with them. And I ended up getting really into it and really into the, okay, this is when I'm going to take it off. And this feels like a moment that I can put it back on. And it, geez, it really teaches you how to utilize all of the voice work that we've been utilizing because you have to be understood through this piece of cloth and through this muffled sound. And so you have to, I guess, try your hardest to make sure that everything you're doing is clear. And since you don't get to use that part of your face as for expression or as a form of expression, you really, it really is in the eyes and it really is in your movements and the way you say the words and the language. And I think that is kind of a cool experiment in, in and of itself. I mean, not, trust me, I would much rather just be back to normal and do the way we do. But since we're in this situation and since we have to deal with it, it is worth thinking of as an experiment and as kind of its own entity. So that's kind of what we did for that show. With our restoration show, it was very different in the sense that we didn't wear masks, but we all were three meters apart. So we were all very spread apart from each other. And so that kind of was its other, another form of stylization for that period. And luckily with that period, it is very, very physical and the movements are... Should I come up with another word for stylized or should we all just start taking shots now every time I say it? Because I don't, I can't think of another word, but it does have very stylized movements and a very specific physicality to it. And so that was, I think, a little easier to, to translate with, I don't know, with social distancing. So those were kind of two different exper- experiences. And now with our Shakespeare, it'll kind of utilize both. So we'll have both mask work. So when we want to get close to each other and we don't have to talk, we'll put on the mask. And then the rest will basically be without the mask and with a distance apart. But then the other thing, that's that's kind of its own section. There's a whole other section of you can't pass props to each other and you can't touch what other people are touching or use the same clothes or it's very much what you have is yours and yours alone and if you want to pass props it basically is like you have to put the prop down back away from it then they have to go pick it up and then once they take it off they have to remember to sanitize and not touch their face or do anything because we need to keep it safe and I never realized how much I wanted to pass props or touch other people's things or how much human interaction is used in theater. But my goodness, I mean, obviously, it seems obvious, like, Maddie, of course, you you interact with people in theater. That's the whole point. But yeah, it more so than I could have ever realized. You, you don't realize what you have until you lose it <laughs> or until it's restricted. And so that's a whole other thing is just figuring out figuring out that aspect and, okay, are we going to use props? Is it going to be, how are we going to do this show? How are we going to make it its own show without 
I guess, emphasizing the fact that we're in a COVID era? Or should we emphasize that we're in a COVID era? I don't know. Who knows? What a, what a life. I'm, I'm discovering all this with you. But I yeah, I just wanted to share with you what's kind of been going on in that theater world and how we've been dealing with it. And honestly, I just feel really glad that I can perform live theater at a time like this, no matter how restricted it is, because a lot of my friends and a lot of my colleagues and peers are not able to. And I can't imagine how difficult it is because it... I feel lucky that I'm kind of in school at this time, so I could continue my studies, whether it was online or whether we have a restricted performance type thing. But yeah, because I still feel like I'm able to do that performance and find kind of my own way around it. And I don't know. So I guess, I guess the negative to it was, oh, well, I didn't get the full experience of my master's program because we had to switch it and do all this stuff. And yeah, it was a bummer. And yeah, it was a lot of hard times and trying to figure things out and not quite understanding where things were going. But I think in the end, I want to spin it more towards a positive light of, okay, I got to take classes I never would have been able to take, and we got a little bit more one-on-one time, and now we are grappling with this kind of weird production and how to do it, and it creating something really interesting and different and really pushing me in a way that I wouldn't have expected to be pushed. And it really is a challenge, and a challenge in a way that I wouldn't have ever thought I would have to go through. Did that make any sense? The problem with transcribing these right now is that I'm realizing how much of what I say, I think I'm making sense. And then the sentence just goes in a completely different way down a different path. And then it kind of ends. But I'm like, yeah, that's how I started the sentence. Like that makes sense. Those are cohesive statements. And then I listen back and I edit the recordings and I think, okay, uh, yeah, a little different there, a little difficult. Gonna have to edit that a bit for the people reading the blog, but you know, what can you do? What what can you do when you're 23 <laughs> with a brain disease? Uh, okay, that's Maddie's musical corner. Yeah, I think that's all I really wanted to talk about. Oh, that's the other thing. Wow, me singing just reminded me of that. We're not allowed to sing because... Of you're just not allowed to sing period in shows because we were thinking we're like oh well we should add some music because we have some drumming in the show and that's really exciting and I love adding music to plays I mean it's musical theater Maddie jumping for joy with <laughs> with musicality but we're not allowed to sing because of I guess your breath or spit or the way that you you have to be I think like 15 or like nine meters apart from each other if you want to sing or you have to wear a visor and our director was basically like I don't want that I don't want you guys to wear visors and sing because what's the point um yeah so that's that's so funny that I thought of that what a bummer I love singing what does that mean for musicals hmm just really far apart singing how do you, how would you sing a love ballad very far apart i don't know see these are the questions this is all the these interesting things that are popping up how do you create connections and relationships with people if they're so far apart from you if you can't touch them if you can't express yourself in that way how else can you express yourself 
So yeah, challenges that I never thought I'd be facing in my master's program. But you know, I guess that's what learning is all about and about stretching yourself and figuring it out. And yeah, just another reason I'm glad to be in school and learning at this time. We're all learning together, I guess, in this world, in this new, new world. So I guess that's where I'll leave you today. It's been a substantial, substantial podcast. I hope that was interesting. I don't, I think it was just really me rambling and telling you kind of what's going on with my life. I don't know if I've had one of those in a, in a little while. So I hope you enjoyed it. I kind of want to have some interviews coming up and I have a couple um, kind of on the docket. But if you have anything you want to hear or are interested in knowing whether it's about me or about a certain topic, I would happy, I would, I would happy, I would happy, I would be happy to do the research for you and to talk about it and figure it out together. I think that'd be really interesting. So if you have any of those topics, please feel free to reach out. You can do it on the website, the new website that I just told you about, or you can reach me on social media, like I said before, and we can create topics that we want to discuss. But yeah, I think exciting, interesting things coming up, and I hope you'll stick around to listen to them. I think that's it for me. I will talk to you guys in two weeks, and I hope you have a wonderful time wherever you are. How do I sign this off? What is my usual sign off? I hope you have a great whatever time it is, wherever you are. I don't know if that's what I just said, but that sounded more right to me. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye.